Good afternoon. I would like to read a passage of scripture. 1 Corinthians 7, 32 and 33. But I want you to be without care. He who is unmarried cares for the things of the Lord, how he may please the Lord. But he who is married cares for the things of the world, how he may please his wife. I just watched a video message question and answer time by uh, Pastor Richard Caldwell Jr. And I thought it was an interesting um, study of the question, uh, should single men be pastors? And there was a question, should they? And it was based on the qualifications uh, presented in Second Timothy and Titus that a pastor be the husband of one wife. And the statement was, this is the norm. This is the norm that should always be. The pastor should be the husband of one wife. And the interpretation is that's the norm. And that was an interesting interpretation of that passage because many times I've seen that interpreted as a pastor of one wife, not as the norm, as if single pastors are somehow, yes, still qualified, but, you know, for the big churches, for the churches with families, for the churches on the go, uh, they need a married pastor. But other churches, small struggling churches in difficult situation with their persecution, those are the churches that need a single pastor. And I would question that because when we have this qualification presented, in that time in the first century, there were many Christians even, because of newly converted, who had more than one wife, and being the pastor of one wife did not necessarily mean that the pastors, the norm would be he had to be married, he had to have a wife, he had to have a family, uh, or he wasn't qualified or less qualified. But what the passage is saying is if he has more than one wife, then he has too much to do. There's too much on his plate. He has to deal with one wife and another wife and the ministry, which is a full-time job. And so when you read a passage that wasn't read, like 1 Corinthians 7, 32 and 33, it says, but I want you to be without care. He who is unmarried cares for the things of the Lord, how he may please the Lord. But he who is married cares about the things of the world, how he may please his wife. And today in America, I would admit gladly that most churches, they want a pastor who is married, a pastor who has a family, a pastor uh, who runs his home well. 
These are all qualifications of a pastor who has a wife. And these are things that, as Pastor Caldwell said, and I agree totally, that's what most churches in America desire. And the reason being, I think, not just because most people are married, they want that kind of counsel for their family, they, they care about that kind of thing. All of that is true. And a married man, in most cases, I think, would be better at counseling that kind of circumstance. I don't think it automatically means that is the case because if a man has certain experiences, if he knows the scripture better, he's going to give better counsel to a family than somebody who's a pastor who doesn't know the scripture well. But whatever, there's all these factors in this. But the difference, the other difference that Pastor Caldwell doesn't mention is just what is stated in 1 Corinthians 7, 32 and 33. But I want you to be without care. He who is unmarried cares for the things of the Lord, how he may please the Lord. But he who is married cares about the things of the world, how he may please his wife. Many times I have people come to our church and they love the preaching. They love what uh, we do, but we are a small church and they're asking, what, but what do you have for my family, for my kids? And, and, and we just don't have as much for that. And so two things are away. Some people have told me that my church is the only church in town that really preaches the word of God like it's preached. And at the same time, they say, but other churches have things for my family. And so it becomes the word of God on one side and the family on the other side. And which way's heavier? And I think in most cases, the family usually outweighs the word of God. And things like, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Things like love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. Uh, set your affections on things above, not on the things of the earth. These are things that are much easier for a single man to do and to lead a congregation in than a married man. If somebody calls me at 3 a.m. in the morning, guess what? <laughs> I'm available because I'm single. I can go there and help. I don't know. You know the, maybe the married man's wife is, oh, honey, first priority is the church. <laughs> go ahead and go. But Scripture says, Paul says, he who is married cares for the things of the world, for his wife, for his family. He should care for these things. But without any doubt, they can be, I'm not saying always, because sometimes a woman is just as called to ministry as her husband, but at times, even that woman 
might want some self-attention, might want family attention, might want uh, the pastor's attention, and so becomes a distraction to ministry. I think that's more what's in the picture. The pastor of one wife, not 10 wives, not three wives, not five wives, because a wife could be a distraction. Not one versus zero, because the guy doesn't have uh, experience in what's most important, more important than the kingdom of God in heaven and seeking first his kingdom, is to be a family-oriented ministry. In America, yes, today, yes, that's the most important thing, more than seek ye first the kingdom of God. Are those two things in competition? No, they're not. I believe a married man can still be a pastor, just as much as uh, Pastor Caldwell means somebody like me can still be a pastor. We both agree on that. I believe that a married man can be a good pastor, especially if he has experience, especially if he really has a heart for the Lord and he really wants to serve God. He can be a pastor. And yet I don't think that a single pastor, a man who is wholeheartedly devoted to the Lord, loses anything in comparison to a married man. No matter what church he's serving, he offers things that the married man can't, just as much as the married man offers things that the single man can't. God has places for all of us. One is not up here while others are down here. Sometimes that's the case. I mean, it's always the case in some ways. But all the married men are not here to serve just the big churches and, and all the single men here to serve all the small struggling churches in persecuted places. Godly married men are called to serve in humble places as well as big places. And godly single men should be called to serve in wherever God places them. Well, let's pray. Father, I thank you for your goodness to us. I thank you that you care about these kind of questions. And I thank you for my part in it too, that as a single man, I believe I can serve you wholeheartedly. And I'm thankful for that. And we pray these things. We pray you'd help Pastor Caldwell to serve his congregation while I serve mine. God bless. Jesus' name.